On this episode, I visit with my buddy J.D. Marsh, talking about competition barbecue and his outlook on the Breggy Bomb competition team in 2023. If you haven't checked out the website, tigsbits.com, you can find all of the show's social media pages in one place. I want to apologize for the audio not being the best. The recording software did not capture JD correctly, as he sounded just fine in my earbuds. But look, that's just technology sometimes, and this show was way too interesting to not share. So let's just jump right into it. Let's dive into competition barbecue and where is the Breggy Bomb competition barbecue team at? What's been going on? I know that you've been traveling. I've been seeing pictures. We've been busy with that too, just like everything else, blowing and going. So we have four barbecue teams, I guess, under our under our brand. I used to do a lot of competition barbecue, me and my immediate team, and none of us have time to do that anymore like we would like to we might do five or six a year but we've got some good friends of ours that have been competing for a long time that they go every almost every single weekend to cook-offs around the state and so we we've teamed up with them we sponsor them they run under our name you know wear our our shirts they use our products and they've been absolutely crushing it the few that, that we've gone and done we've actually we've done well but all of us got the opportunity to go to Kansas City to the American Royal Cook-Off, which is the Super Bowl of Cook-Offs. And we had uh, we took three teams up there. So that's a Saturday-Sunday Cook-Off. We left on Wednesday, got there on Thursday. Saturday is the rotational competition where you have to qualify to get in. We had two teams qualified for that. And then Sunday's the open. Saturday in the Invitational, I think it was 250 teams, something like that. Sunday, it was 555 teams in the open competition. It was crazy. It's just the Kansas Motor Speedway at the NASCAR track there. It's huge. There's people everywhere. Every single barbecue who's who that you see on TV, you see walking around, they're all there. It's some serious competition. It's not necessarily our normal style of cooking. You know, Kansas City is a little different than, than it is down here. We tried to adjust for that on really on sun, Saturday. We tried to kind of play their game, and we didn't we didn't do as well as we had hoped. And so Sunday we kind of went back to the basics, and uh, we ended up lucky enough to get to go up the stage twice. We took third place in turkey and thirteenth place in ribs. That's pretty. That's pretty daggum good, man. Pork butt, not ribs. I'm sorry, it's pork butt. Still, daggum, that's good. I mean, you're yeah. that is that's the like as you say, it's the Super Bowl of barbecue. And anybody who knows anything about barbecue, if you've watched those TV shows, what was it, Barbecue Guys or something like Pit that? There's Pitmasters yeah. and Myron Mixon and all those those cats. I mean, this is this is what the, those shows. This is where those roads, those competitions, led to right. to that that event. So, man, it's a it's an honor, I would think, to finish in the in the top twenty five. If you get your name called, in the, and I think they called the top twenty or the top twenty five, I can't remember what it was in each category. 
if you get your name called once, you've had a good weekend. And we were fortunate enough to get our name get our name called twice. And we were real close on a few others in the so they have a side competition and they do potato, vegetable, sausage, turkey, dessert. I'm missing something. But anyway, we did really well in all of those except for sausage. We did not do very good in sausage. But I think we were 14th overall because they combine all those scores like they do a grand champion for the barbecue. And I think we were 14th overall in the sides competition. So that's that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that third place I, turkey, we did not expect that. We felt like we had a good plan going in on all of our turn-ins. We had no clue on turkey, what we were going to do. <laughs> uh, that's the only one where they provide you with the meat. They give you a turkey breast, a boneless turkey breast, and okay. you do what you want with it. We had absolutely zero plans. Me and one of my partners, Alex Wilson, kind of that morning or that the night before kind of talked about it and came up with a rough plan. And we got up that morning and went to the grocery store and bought a few things and threw this deal together. And we were in a bit of shock when, you know, it got down to the top, the top three. And we were, we were not expecting, we were like, well, if they hadn't called us by now, they're not going to call us. And they called us and I mean, beers went flying in the air. We <laughs> oh, I bet. It was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. It must have been some really freaking good turkey, man. Yeah, so we did. A, we got like some French, a loaf of French bread, and made little crostini, and cooked that turkey <sighs> breast. We got a cream cheese and spinach, and made a little smear to go on it. Oh, the turkey breast. Then some, and we kind of. I mean, we just threw it together. We, about one of our guys had some pickled red onions. We're like, hey, we'll throw some of those on there. We put that. Just on there. throws it together, he says. Just throws oh, we, it together. Okay. 100 <laughs> we threw that together i mean we were just looking around the tray like what else do we have that we could throw on this yeah this is a group of freaking <laughs> professionals just throwing it together That's it, was, a... <laughs> it came together pretty nicely after we put it all together you know we we hadn't even really tried it we were rushing had to get it in the tray get it turned in so once we got it turned in we made a, a few more took a bite it was like i think we I think we might have something here this is actually pretty damn good right <laughs> Surprised ourselves Hey, you 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 never know what's going to happen. So, right. so Kansas City did y'all the the trail moved on from there. Oh I, yeah. I, so it, like I said, we got guys cooking every weekend just about, and I mean they're winning grand champions and reserve grand champions almost every weekend. One of our guys is winning something. This past weekend, we me and my guys actually went and cooked, and we ended up third place in chicken, fourth place in brisket, which is pretty damn good. Yeah. And then our other guys, they were at a separate cook-off. One of them was grand champion. One of them was reserve grand champion. And one of them was second place brisket. So it was a good weekend on the barbecue trail for the buddy bomb team. And you know, cook-offs are funny. That one we were at this weekend, we thought our ribs were probably our best, best turn-in of the day. And they ended up numbers-wise being our worst turn-in. I was not happy with my brisket. We got it on a little later than we expected. It cooked a little slower than we expected. We didn't get to rest it as long as we would like. I felt like it was a little tight when I turned it in, but so I wasn't happy with it. And we get a, a fourth place brisket. So who knows, man? It, it, <laughs> it, it right. seems like that happens a lot. You know, when you're really happy with something, a lot of times you don't get your name called and you're like, what went wrong there? Right. And then when you taste something, you're like, oh, this, this ain't where I want it to be. Then you end up with yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make a lick of sense. It, it really no. doesn't. They, uh, but 
I mean, that's a, that's the way it is. Even if you even if you're cooking around for friends, you know. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times just at the house having a party or something, I've cooked a brisket and been just totally distraught with myself how bad I thought it was, <laughs> it how terrible just, it came out, and people tear it up and all oh, that's the best brisket I ever ate. Like that, that's garbage. <laughs> the competitions and even at the house, I I don't ever cook anything that barbecue wise. I don't I don't ever eat anything that I cook when I cook a brisket or something. Even at competition, I won't even taste it before I turn it. I'll let my other guys taste it, but I don't you even won't taste, taste it. it. No, uh-uh. and even if I cook at the house, why? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't. You think don't you're going to jinx it? That's interesting. That's is a whole nother podcast, JD. Dive into the psych- psychological reasons of this. <laughs> I mean, I've talked to a lot of guys that are like that. But even at the house, if I cook a brisket or, or ribs or something, just for Amber and the kids and myself, I'll cook it all day and I won't eat it. I'll, I'll eat a sandwich or something for supper they can eat that i, I love eating <laughs> i love going and eating other people's barbecue when i cook it all day i just want no part of it well i mean i can see that i think that makes sense that makes sense that if you're cooking it all the time you know there may be other things that you'd rather eat than that but i don't know how you don't taste it what you're going to turn in because that that blows never, my mind never ever like i said i'll get my I'll get my other guys that I cook with to taste it, but I never, ever, ever taste it. Well, I mean, at that point in time, I guess I'm I'm looking at it, devil's advocate being you for a second. I mean, what else, what can you do about it? Yeah. I know when I cut it, if it's where I want it to be. Right. Um, I understand that. I know my flavors aren't going to change much. I do the same thing pretty much all the time. So when I cut it, I know if it's a success or not when I cut it. You can tell a brisket by the bark and by yeah. how you're cutting it. You already, you know what it, you know what they taste like. Yeah, that makes sense to me, JD. That makes sense to me. They had a potato competition. You could do whatever you wanted with potatoes. And I'm not a sweet potato guy. I like regular potatoes. I'm, I'm not huge on sweet potatoes. But we did a, I found a, a recipe and started playing with it and kind of, you know, added some stuff to it and did a little sweet potato fried pie. And it, it tasted like pumpkin pie. And it was similar to a sweet potato casserole, but in a little, and in the hand pie. Oh Lord. Oh, I've got a that I'm kind of speechless. <laughs> I mean It was super easy and delicious. Did you see uh, did you see the, the whole hog we did? No. I did not. Yeah, we did a cook off it was fins, feather, and fur. You had to cook one of each. For the, the fins we did a stuffed flounder. For the feather we did jalapeno poppers with quail in them. And then for the fur we did a we did a whole hog, and it came out pretty damn good. Oh, man. Everything you said was amazing. Quail poppers just... Oh, the quail poppers were awesome. Kind of got me in my feels. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I just I felt something when you said that. Awesome. Picking back up where we left off, we've rolled out of Kansas City. The boys are winning everywhere. Yeah. We've already qualified two, maybe three after this weekend. Uh, we've all qualified for Kansas City already for next year. Oh, that's great. So what are you looking forward to in 2023? Really expanding our market. You know, we our, our big goal is to, everybody in Houston knows who we are. We're making a, a big push to get outside of our, our region here. And obviously, Louisiana is going to be a big market for us with Bregman's ties to, to LSU. Um, we want to become a, a more well-known brand outside of our area. A big focus is going to be on our social media game. We've got enough guys that 
can cook well and we've got some good personalities that can be on camera and whatnot. Oh yeah. I can't tell you how many times I bought stuff just off of that. Oh yeah. Of just watching somebody do it. And I'm like, well, and I do it my way and it's good. It works out good. But I'm like, yeah, but the way they did it really looked good. I better get yeah. me some of that XYZ rub or whatever. It sells, man. It works. It really does. That's right. it, so it really does work. Those are, I think, our two big focuses going into next year, and they go hand in hand. And, you know, increase our, our social media presence and increase our sales outside of our region. I think those one drives the other. I want to leave kind of with this. Let's talk for a minute about state competitions, what that entails, how it works, how you get the meat, and, and all of that good stuff. So a lot of the cook-offs we do, they'll have either a ribeye steak category as a jackpot or just an open category where you can do whatever you want and typically in any open category we always do a ribeye and we win a lot we win a lot of those we won some big ones we've done well at san antonio we've done won a bunch of them and it's it's all about the, the technique the flavors there's something to be said for that but honestly it's all about the quality of the meat again we use rc ranch wagyu bone-in ribeye is what we're going to turn in at any state competition that we have. And uh, it's hard it's hard to beat us with that. It's, it's good meat. <laughs> and I think, you know, somebody told me, somebody was complaining to me at, at one cook-off here this past summer, I guess, where we had won that cook, particular cook-off in steak the year before. And uh, they asked, you know, well, what did you cook? And I told them, like, well, I can't afford to spend $100 on one ribeye Look, it is what it is. If you're going out there, you're paying your entry fees, all that stuff. I'm there to win. You're I'm there to spend, win. I'm going to spend extra money for the the better cut of meat because I'm there to win. I'm not. Right. I'm not spending all weekend there trying to trying to lose. No, no, you're so. there to win. That, that, yeah, I'm 100 percent with it. I'm willing to I, spend the extra sixty bucks or whatever it's going to cost me to get that better piece of meat. 100 percent of the time. I don't want to dive into secrets and all. Is hot and fast the preferred method? Do you reverse serum? We reverse serum. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like yeah. it. And I really like that. <laughs> you know, we'll get a big inch and a half thick bone in ribeye, have them cut the bone off right at the meat so it'll fit in the box. <laughs> we've had to, there, have been, there have been a couple times where they've left little nubs on that bone and we've had to get a hacksaw out at a cook off and cut it down <laughs> so we can fit in the box. I was about to ask, I was about to ask, how, how do you, uh, what do you do with that bone to make it, how do you cut it and make it smooth and then get a file out too? I mean, I'm, there's no yeah, telling we, what all you to have do to some, do. <laughs> we've had to do some surgery a couple of times to make it fit. <laughs> steaks are my absolute favorite thing to eat in the world. Oh, so, oh yeah. I cook a lot of steaks. I like eating steaks. So that's un Unlike barbecue, if I cook a steak, I will absolutely eat it. <laughs> you have to. That's just the rules. That's just the rules, man. Nothing better than going to a to a, a, a nice steakhouse and having some wine and a steak. And there's nothing nothing better to me than that. I agree. I agree totally. Oh, I love a ribeye. Is that your favorite cut? Yeah, I'm a ribeye guy. Typically, at the house we do a lot of New York strips, just because Amber and the kids don't like as much fat. But I'm a ribeye guy. One of my favorite things to cook, and we do a lot of it on catering that people are willing to spend the money, is we do whole beef tenderloins. Man, they're, that is a hard, 
hard, hard cut of meat to beat. It is. It is. It's it's uh, and it's not something that you just get every single day either. And it's not no, something that so, you know. It it's wonderful. Yeah, we did. Uh, oh, I guess about a month ago, we did two caterings, was two Thursdays in a row, at a, a Republic Boots, which is a custom boot shop in Houston, and they host parties and stuff. Also, Ferrari of Houston had a big party there. Brought in their customers. They got them fitted for custom made boots with the Ferrari logo on them and whatnot. <laughs> but anyway, so they, they had said Texas. they wanted to do something a little upscale, a little more upscale menu than just barbecues. So we suggested the beef tenderloin, and they they went for it, and we did it. And, you know, a lot of people, have, you know, they everybody's had a filet, and a filet comes out of the tenderloin. But most people have never had it the way we cook it. And we basically, we reverse sear the whole tenderloin. We'll cut it thin, you know, you cut it half an inch or so, give them two, three pieces, and it's just melting your mouth tender. And every time we cook that, those, those folks are, and this is, and we're talking some, we're talking some high end clientele here. It's every sure. bunch of people that drive around in Ferraris. And the people you know, who put mattress oh, Mac in business. <laughs> that's right. And, you know, <laughs> these people just consistently you hear from them, hey, this is, this is one of the best pieces of meat I've ever eaten. So, uh, I love, love, love cooking tenderloin. Oh, man. How can you not? Look, I want to thank JD for coming on once again. And I look forward to us catching up soon and seeing how all of the things went in San Antonio, the Houston Rodeo, and all the other places that the Breggy Bomb crew will be winning at. <laughs> Check out BreggyBomb.com and all their social media pages. I can't recommend them enough. Their products are just unbelievable. Test them out. Go try it out for yourself. And then, of course, don't forget to check out TigsBits.com for all of the latest on the show. Until next time. 